Welcome to Cowboys, not Eggheads. Home of the brave, not home of the fearful. The world needs more cowboys and fewer eggheads. We're everywhere podcasts are found. So tell your fellow cowboys, and let's keep the conversation alive on Facebook and Twitter. And now, Cowboys, not Eggheads, with Sam Fisher. Welcome to Cowboys Not Eggheads. Today we've got uh, two friends of my dad, um, a father and son combo, who are very close friends of the Fisher family, and we're, we're very pleased to have Charlie Ward and his son Andrew today. In the past episodes, we've talked about dad, and we, we may have uh, uh, got a little too lighthearted, or maybe we made too much fun of him, but today I want to kind of set the record straight, and no better two, there are no two better people to do that than Charles and and Andrew Ward, um, and and one of the reasons that I asked Charles on the podcast was, I remember, and I don't know Charlie if you remember this or not, but about uh, ten years ago, I'd say we were over in the old location over here on the uh, on Main Street, and I was I was probably poking fun at Dad or something, and I probably was taking a little too far, and I'll never forget this as long as I live, because Charlie Ward looks at me, and goes, "If you keep that up, I'm going to come across the counter and kick your ass." <laughs> And I said, yes, sir, because I believe you. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Charles, Charlie, yeah. and thank you, Andrew, for being on today. We appreciate yeah. it. Glad to do it. Yep. Happy to do it for JB. Um, so as, as I've described in previous podcasts, JB Fisher, was uh, he's definitely a cowboy. He definitely was not an egghead. Um, but he was a special breed of cowboy, in my opinion. He was kind of a wild card. Um, as, as he was, he was a very different character. Uh, Charlie, tell me how you met Dad, because I I really don't know how when you first met Dad or what what's your history with him. I I met him when I was in high school, and I think he was home uh, from the military academy or uh-huh. something, and uh, met him at the old uh, home oil tire. We were out there and we we're getting gassed up. And I said, "Who the hell are you?" And <laughs> he looked back at me and he said, well, "I'm J.B. Fisher." I asked him, "What Fisher do you belong to?" And he told me, "Bill." Yeah. And so then that's where the friendship started, and it's been there ever since. And now, are you the same age as Dad? He was I was very, yeah, I'm very close. I was born in '41. Okay. So I think he was You're either older. born in, he was either born in '41 or '42. '43. '43. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, Andrew, uh, I'll let you tell the story about how you you first met uh, JV Fisher. Well, I'm sure JV knew the family being in business, but I remember FFA hired hand auction freshman in high school, and I'm sitting next to my dad, and this guy's over there bidding on me, and I'm like, I don't know him. Don't let him buy me. He looks crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, Anyway, Dad looked over at me and he said, it's good for you, and, and wouldn't buy me. So I ended up getting bought by J.B. Fisher. Dustin Hafes and I did. We went out to a piece of ground in the middle of a blowout. There was a stock tank. Well, actually, there was a windmill. And somewhere under that sand was the wellhead in the stock tank, and our job was to dig that tank out in the middle of a blowout. For my listeners, I think probably digging a tank out is probably the most grunt work that you're going to find on the ranch, at least growing up that's the way i felt so i, I I'm, I'm sure he did have you do that now yeah. did, did he supervise or did he help you oh out? no no there was a they had um Hafe's dad worked for the ranch and so they had a tractor over there and we were supposed to dig it out with shovels well dustin ran the tractor a little bit and then we just scooped into the loader bucket and made it a little easier on us 
and JP wasn't around at all other than to make sure we were there and had lunch. <laughs> and that's what he made you do that yeah, day? Yeah, that was what that's we did. It. That's all we got done in a day, two kids. Now, you, you had a long, as your dad, uh, did you, you actually became friends with dad despite your, your uh, age difference. Why, why do you think, why did you and, and JB click? JB had ways he wanted things done, and I didn't have a problem with that. And I mean, we just—I mean, he wanted—he wanted to make sure things were right, whether it was—I mean, we'd drink—we'd drink coffee that'd been made that day or the day before that we ran through the microwave to heat up, or we'd be spraying lily pads on the pond that he'd spent I don't know how many hours with the co-op figuring out which one so we could spray it on water and not kill the fish that we had to do. So. Um. Charlie, what made Dad? What do you think made Dad uh, different than other people you met? I mean, what what adjectives or personality or character oh. traits you think you had that made him a little bit different than everybody else? I wouldn't say he was different. I would say that he was opinionated. If he liked you, he really liked you. Yeah. And if he didn't, he just didn't have time for you. And uh, he had things he'd want done, and he always wanted them done right. He didn't want stuff half-assed. Yeah. He wanted it done right and the right way. There's no cutting corners. No, no, no. And if he had a problem, he wanted it solved. And he wanted it solved now, not in 10 days. Your dad was a real impatient person <laughs> when it come to getting stuff done Fisher right away. I hardly believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, he was he was a good friend, and we just, uh, just did guy things, you yeah, know. Yeah what uh you know i haven't really brought my mom into this podcast because i'm not sure what mom was I, I i think mom was probably more of an egghead than a cowboy but she certainly they were a good team together why do you why do you think that was your mom was a stabilizer everybody needs somebody to kind of have a to be able to lean on if you have something going on yeah and i think their marriage was a relationship that very few people probably that are married ever have that kind of relationship I agree with that. and if something would get going wrong i think they could resolve it between the two of them and everybody come out of it satisfied with whatever the decision would be and whatever the problem was they could rectify it in their minds or the minds of the people that were involved yeah i think that's right um andrew did you learn any lessons from from jv fisher lessons from jb that's a that's a really hard one to say great memories you say lessons i say great memories um we we did so many things together it seemed like it was everything we did was i mean he would have a project that a carpenter built a table for him out of a huge slab of cedar tree one day but the only way to move it around was with that old tractor that had no brakes. But I'd have to make sure we took the mower off of it and all that other fun stuff. I mean, so, and then I'd have to put the mower back on it. And it still had no brakes. <laughs> and he'd move it down the driveway and back up the driveway into the garage. Or um, the spraying lily pads event was an interesting one because I'm on the end of a hose. And then we spray the what we can reach from the land side. And then we get in a rowboat with a 12-volt battery, an ATV sprayer, a five-gallon bucket, and your dad's doing the rowing. That's a really small rowboat. This is not a big rowboat. This is no, a, no, no. A rope, yeah, a, a three-person rowboat at three best. Three-person rowboat. Um, so, yeah, there was always, uh, I mean, the memories are, for me, it was all good memories of 
but there would be a list. If JB'd leave town, I'd go out to the house, he'd have a list for me. Or he'd come into the office and he'd have a list for me. And it might be just as simple as I need this or that, or we've got a project to do. You you remember the corn thrower that he had where he'd throw ears of corn down on slingshot. the lake? For, yeah, yeah, slingshot yeah. for the geese and ducks down there that were yep. on the ice. Yep. You know? Yep. He loved it. Oh, yeah. He loved showing it off. I think it was more of a show-and-tell. He was kind of a show-and-tell guy. Yeah, but it was a neat idea. Oh, yeah. It's, and he, he liked things that were kind of techie or neat you know or outside the box maybe yeah something yeah yeah you know, normally think of jb also had a spot there was a there was a trail we go down next to the house and there's a rock out cropping at the house here in town and there's a little knob on it and i actually had to show will where that was to make sure nobody stepped on it because will didn't remember it either right um so there was thing every time i go down that way he'd say don't step on that yeah, yeah. Um, he was the, a bit of a particular person, wasn't he? Well, absolutely. Well, but, but <laughs> you've got that right. All of but us he, are that that's way. That's right. But it was about solving problems. I mean, the, the trash guy probably struggled with the vice grips on, on the lids of the door of the trash can, but he never <laughs> had to worry about something in his trash. Yeah, raccoons. Yeah. and Yeah. For my listeners, Dad, at <laughs> this day, I think there's still, I'm sure there are, there's uh, yeah. but the, the, the dumpster, and yeah, coons would get in there, so he just put vice grip on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Problem solved in the story, but those 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 uh, vice grips were tight. They weren't loose. It was tight, and you oh, had yeah. to keep them tight. You know, and so he yeah. checked on that. Um, yeah. On those lists, Andrew, back to the lists. Was uh, were were any of those lists negotiable? Oh no, no, no. There was no negotiation. <laughs> no negotiation. No, 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 no. That no, the no. list. The list was it. So that was the command. Basically, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if it's something you could do, you do it. If you couldn't, well, then he'd figure out do it. Yeah, yeah. But you always want to make sure you got it done. I mean, uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely not negotiable. And and did the lists ever end? No, no. no. The li- a, one end, list might, but but there was another one to back it up. Because <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the list was a piece of yellow notepad paper folded up in his pocket, and he always had six or seven of those with him. And depending on he could always get you a new piece of paper. For years and years, he had, and my granddad had, Bill, you knew Bill Fisher. Oh, yeah. Uh, he had what they called tally books, and they were notepads, just those little notepads. There you go. He, had, he usually had two of them in his pocket. Yeah. But so, at some point, he graduated to that legal pad, and I don't know when that was, but... Uh, yeah, he had them, and it, the day he died, there's there's a list. I think it's still. I think Will's got it still hanging there because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of symbolic. He, the, the man will never his job will never be done. I mean, he's no. always yeah. he's always got something to do. Yep. Always kept busy. Um, uh, are there any funny stories you guys would like to share? Any good funny stories? There's a lot of funny things, and I'm just trying to think of anything that was outstanding funny, but they were just. Uh, I used to give your dad a lot of static about that damned old Ford tractor. You know, he'd mow that side hill. Yeah. I said, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be swearing, but that's I said, right. We'll bleep said, you out. <laughs> yeah. I said, <laughs> JB, can't you afford the tractor? It's got brakes on it. I said, hell, we're going to see you down in the Niobrara River with that thing, <laughs> clear up on that side hill. You know, it's crazy where he'd mow. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't run it there, especially with no brakes on it. No yeah. way would I even get on it there. Yeah. You know, and he'd he'd mow all that up around that hillside, clear up there by the house, and you know he thought it was fun. But <laughs> I, I didn't see any fun going backwards down a hill about a half a mile to the river. 
he used to say some crazy things. You guys remember anything crazy he said? Not not crazy. I mean in a loving way, but he'd yeah. say some out of the, out, out of the box type things. I mean, he uh, there's tons of them. Um, we should was, you should be doing this a couple of years ago when everything was fresh in our memories. I know, and uh, I can't think of any anything that he we, we wrote a whole book of him i mean it's a private yeah. family book but i for whatever reason the last year of his life i thought you know there's yeah. he the guy says some either genius or crazy things or, yeah. you know he'd say things like uh everybody everybody trusts google but nobody trusts the bible yeah or something he'd say things like yeah. that or yeah. like it just yeah. really gets you to think you know yeah um Nothing comes to mind, huh? Nothing comes to mind. I I just I've just been trying to think of something since you started that. Uh, you know, he he wouldn't say after he'd had that heart surgery. Yeah. He would never say how bad bad was. He would come in here and he'd never let on like anything had happened. Right. And I would try to kind of kid him out of saying what was going on or something. He wouldn't say anything. We'd tease him about whether he liked pork or not, but because you know. <laughs> he had a heart valve, yeah, big. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that that's as far as it'd go. Yeah, my pick on him on the heart valve with the pig valve was I I told him I said no, I'm I'm younger than you, so I want to know how long I have until my tail curls. And and he 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 had his answer to me was he says well my tail hasn't curled yet, but I have been eating more corn. <laughs> and I. Uh, I asked him that more than once. That, uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, one. The, he, well, he was kind of proud of that pig. He, yeah. he, he when when he found out that he had a, a micro valve or a, a, a pig valve for a heart valve, the doctor said it's going to last fifteen years. Oh man, he, he like he wanted to make sure I made a note. Sam, take a note. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, need yeah. I'm going to need a new pig in fifteen years. Yeah, I mean that was you know that I would was, have loved to have been there to have a recording of that. Would have been awesome. I have it. Do you? Yeah, I, I, awesome. I have it when he talked to the the doctor. Um, we'll probably edit this, but um, yeah, when it, he he had had a hell of a surgery. Oh uh, yeah, and I mean he they almost lost him. I don't know if people know that, but he no. he well he he the the his heart valve when they went to take him on bypass is that his heart was so. Um, it was a hell of a tumor. I mean, it was about half the size of my fist. Ooh. The doctor almost—he uh, was bragging about it, like he couldn't believe he got it yeah. out of there. But it, 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 his—I think his heart valve began to shut off or something. So they had to hurry to get him on bypass or whatever it was. And and so Dad was being briefed. Out, you know, you can imagine him in critical care. But when they came off of that, uh, they they took they take the ventilator out, and he was. Yeah. A mile a minute, man. Like dad was on like cocaine, man. He was it was JV plus, baby. He was he was he <laughs> was really really. Um, and I have it when the, I was sitting with him um, when the doctor came in and briefed him on what had happened, and you know that's when he was going off about the pig and and he just crazy stuff like uh, he, he was you know talking about why buy a 4-H pig every year and what kind of pig was it you know <laughs> you know did somebody you know who had the ham sandwich I'm just on and on I mean, the guy had just come through a hell of a surgery and so the, yeah. the doctor was just like I don't think he's ever a friend of mine who's a physician in Lincoln knows this doctor he goes I don't think Oaks has ever seen anything like him I'm yeah. like I'm sure he hasn't um, <laughs> but yeah. he's trying to finally he's trying to and there, it's, it's cute during the recording he finally is trying to get him um calm down or what or, or trying to get him to realize that he'd been you know he goes it was quite a surgery and dad under his voice said 
Sure. How did that work? I mean, it just it was non-ending. Yeah. Um, that's your dad. That was dad. Yeah. That was dad. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not ever going to make another. No, he's JB. one of a million. He really was. I mean, yeah. one in ten million. Um, you can edit this, but Will's a lot like your dad. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know what? I'd be honest. I'm not. I obviously don't do the same line of work, but I, I, I do and say things that remind me of dad all the time. I mean, just it's it's probably in our DNA, but. Uh, no, absolutely is. Um, well, I spend a lot more time around Will. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's you know you're in the middle of calving right now, and we've talked about that in previous podcasts. It's a high stress occupation. Um, those baby, you know, it, the weather controls everything, and the weather's good, cabin's good. But weather ain't good, cabin don't go well so well. And so, um, it's a high stress event. I mean, um, he was not the lovable JV that we all talk about during calving. It was you know I remember those times as. You know, it's it's tough work. It's tough work. Oh, and it's yeah. serious business. Um, but uh, and I think that's probably will in the last month or so. That's probably well. It's a culmination of a year's work. Yeah. right there. And yeah. Well, it's money down the drain every time yeah. he lives a calf, and yeah. you know, it's well, it's years work. Yep. That's right. That's so, right. So that's something people that are not in the ranching or farming business they don't understand that. Don't. And they, they, when people are other people that are dependent on other things for we don't get political on here, but no. it's it's a different way of life. You're you're not dependent on anyone other than yourself. So yeah. you're responsible to the guy that looks in the mirror. Um, and uh, most people, unfortunately, out there outside of agriculture, that's not really the case anymore. No. So, um, but uh, that that's clearly made him what he is. Um, why do you why do you guys think that you became friends with Dad? I think we have probably the similar uh, upbringing, uh, similar friends. Uh, just uh, I don't know why do some people click and others don't. I don't. I know. mean, it's just uh, it's it's it a, a good thing fit. that you, yeah, it's just a uh, it happens and you get along well. Yeah, yeah. If you could use three words to describe JB Fisher, what would they be? Energetic, energetic, energetic. <laughs> <laughs> that guy never stopped. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Andrew? You know, I I don't know that three words would ever do him justice because my it's dad's hard. right with him being energetic. Um, I mean, for me, he was a, he was a great friend of, of all the things we did. Um, and he just wanted things. He knew that, I mean, he knew the, the family relationship was when he asked us something, we'd just tell him the truth. And if it wouldn't work or it would work, I mean, we'd do it. But, I mean, that was him. I mean, I, I mean, he, he wanted, like Dad said earlier, he didn't want something he'd have to go back and fix again. So... I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't, I can't describe your dad in three words. It I, it boy, that sounds like a politician answer in <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, you say politician, and I, I mean, he, he was a great friend. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I often thought that Andrew's relationship with your dad was almost a father-son relationship because he would bounce stuff off of Andrew that he didn't really want to bounce off you guys. Yeah. And Andrew would tell him what he felt and yeah. didn't, didn't cut any corners didn't color anything nice if he thought what he told was telling him was a bunch of bull he told him that yeah and if he thought it did work he'd tell him that and i think that's the reason why they got along so well i think that's right yeah i always said andrew was the if dad had a mafia andrew was the 
consigliere or the captain yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, he was dad's uh, dad had to whack somebody. Yeah. He'd do, he'd he'd do the hit, um, yeah. so to speak. Preferably speaking, people don't get too serious here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we did not kill anybody. No, no, no one was killed. In the <laughs> uh, <laughs> there might yes. be some shallow graves, but hey, yeah. nobody was killed. Yeah. Well, I don't think you guys have anything else you want to add. Beaver problems. And the, the problem with the beavers were we had to make sure. So I got involved with the island. Okay, I didn't build the island, but your dad planted a tree on the island, as you recall, that weeping willow. Yes. Okay, so I, and I didn't help plant the tree, but I helped put the cage around it. Uh huh. And then I helped build the dock around it. And we had to worry about beavers there and floating the dock. That was a whole nother process because we floated the dock, swam it. I'm swimming out there as we're putting posts in the water. I mean, it, you, you, I mean, we had experiences. You can appreciate that, can't you say? I can. I mean, uh, I'm glad you were out there swimming and not me. Oh, it was. You know, that's a beautiful. I mean, to talk about what well, we. I mean, I don't know how many times I drank out of the spring, the, the artesian that's there by the by the other dock at yeah. the main boat dock but and your dad knew the water tests on it he wanted to make sure it was safe <laughs> and then there might be beer floating in there that's cold too because it's cold water that's right um yeah. to making sure we had the hay out for the geese at the right time in the in the in the in the, in the nesting uh, nesting for the geese and yeah right time yeah those lists those were time sensitive lists would you say absolutely you say well you can do this in the next year and a half or yeah. Uh, yeah. oh no no it, it's <laughs> when it's time it's time <laughs> yeah it was but, on the list it was to be done yeah but your dad was also i mean like if if he needed an air filter for his furnace he'd have an extra one and then when he used the extra one he'd come get another one it, everything was about extras. I yeah. mean, and everything had a place. Yeah, didn't matter yeah. if it was in the garage. Yeah. Well, if you if you guys you've seen his workbench. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen a workbench? You have a pretty decent thing, but no, no, not, no, not, not compared no. to JV. I mean, yeah. he, no he, question. He it was uh, it was immaculate, and oh, yeah. you just don't see that. And I. I I, I mean, I regret that I'm not that way because I'm not at all. I mean, if he no. he made my workbench in, in Omaha, and and if he saw it, he would. Oh man, I mean. Oh, he'd just straighten it up. Yeah, he would just tidy it and, up. And I, I we joked. I think he could have made a living going around Omaha garages yeah. and organizing stuff for people because boy, he was he was good at that, and it, yeah. he he enjoyed that. He he really liked order. He really did. Well, but your dad wanted to be neighbors to people too and so yep. 2012 we had all those fires we had the fire that happened out at norden and then we had a fire that came down by crookston from spring creek well later that year because your dad had a fire sprayer if you knew that well there, the, the fire sprayer had its own little story because there was a winch yes. in the garage to take it out so we could use this yep. pickup. A process and a procedure. Yep, absolutely. Yep. But there was a way to put it in. One man could put it in. Yes. Okay, so 2012. Only one way to get that done. Yeah. Yep. In 2012, <laughs> after all these other fires, your dad wanted to make sure he was being a good neighbor as, as a rancher and a community member. And I remember that I went out with him because your dad would grab one of us boys to go with him because he wouldn't go by himself. Right. So we'd just go with him. No big deal. And we went out south of uh, Sparks for a little fire that was started by lightning. And I remember we, we went back up in there. We were in that white half-ton pickup that he had with that sprayer in there. And, and we got Valentine trucks and Woodlake trucks, and they needed water. So I helped cut a fire line. And I don't remember how long we spent. What I remember is we went out on this fire because everybody was so sensitive in 2012. And I'm with your dad. And the federal guys were there because there were still federal guys in oh the boy. area. And we cut this fire break around this little thing on the side of the hill. And 
they asked how big we thought it was, and I guessed a way huge number because it ended up being three quarters of an acre, <laughs> and there were like twenty trucks that responded <laughs> right. for ranch trucks as well as fire department right. trucks. But your dad cared, didn't care what it was. He wanted to be a good neighbor and respond. Yeah. And here we are. You guys live probably a hundred miles the other way from where that fire was, but because it was a fire sensitive issue, your dad wanted to help. Yeah. Do you remember your dad's pickup, the log chain and the handyman jack? Oh yeah. Always there. Yeah. The chain was across the, the well, we were, grill garden we were, front. We were taught to learn at an early age that yeah. handyman jack. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I probably carried that thing at a time when I probably weighed, I weighed yeah. the same amount of weight. Um, yeah. I, I, it's indented in my mind that handyman <laughs> yeah. jack. Yeah. Also, he the come along boy. He loved that come along. That was yeah. quite the tool. So yeah, the log yeah. chain, all that stuff. Yeah. 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 He was crafty. I mean, he, he always always prepared. He'd have that that chain, you know, hook going back and forth across there he had it mounted up there on the grill guard yes right behind the grill guard so yep. he, it was always there so it if he ever there. needed it i don't think he ever used it but no but but it was, was there prepared. yep the man was prepared, prepared. Yep. yep nothing else the man was prepared yeah for sure now see i don't have any stories about the corvette <laughs> I, I drove i did everything i mean I well drove, i do yeah i'm, <laughs> sure, you, I'm sure you do but uh, i drove every other the, vehicle i mean tractor that had no brakes or anything else at the ranch but you didn't I, get to you didn't get i to never get to once to even vet. sat in the vet <laughs> well when he got that vet uh my sister said something to him to the effect of that's fine you got a, a corvette just don't build a garage to to, to put it in well we all know the story of that. He, yeah, he has a yeah. fine garage up there it's, yeah. it's there today yeah. <laughs> he, can park, he can park more than one corvette in there yeah <laughs> and he's got his fire rig in there he's yeah. got his vet he's you, you you name it he could put it in there and he's got his workbench so oh yeah, yeah. i think he donated that uh cedar table to somebody too he did a friend of ours in omaha yes he did yep. okay. yeah okay and there are not very many people who would be able to take that thing because it was no how long was it andrew it was 20 feet at least 16 yeah it, and I mean, it was like and three and a half it or four inch solid slab heck of a yeah. table i mean what did it weigh i mean it, not a ton but half a ton i mean it was it was well, it, it probably was weighed heavy. all of probably five six hundred pounds yeah yeah, because we'd pick it up with that 8-in loader. You'd literally put the loader under it and pick it up with the loader on the tractor. We didn't move it, even though it had wheels. We yeah. didn't move it. Yeah. Because we'd drive down that, that rock driveway with it, carrying it. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. Now, did you help him put in the retaining wall there and the turnaround? I did. The railroad tie retaining yeah. wall. I was he, involved in that He was bit. very proud of that. Yeah. I, yeah. One of the things he said about it, I just like, what do you, like, what, what do you need that for? He goes, well, it's my retaining wall. And then he said something like, it's not a baby grand piano, it's a damn repainting ball, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They went through a lot of chainsaw blades on that. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah, but the retaining wall, the only reason the retaining wall's there is because that's where the main power comes into the whole place at and then goes underground because it goes from overhead to underground there. And that's also where the backup generator is. Mm -hmm. I mean, so yeah. there's a retaining wall that's because it's And you need the place to turn around. Yeah, yeah. well, I used it. Coming yeah. here today, I used yeah. it. So yeah. absolutely, I yeah. got involved in putting posts on the outside of there that had gone bad because we made it a little wider after the wall got built. So yeah. we had to move the posts out. Um, How long did it take to build that thing? I don't recall. It was I more I than did an the, hour. Huh? I did the oh, dirt yeah. work and I didn't do the I didn't do the tie work. I did the dirt work. I brought a, a backhoe down a little backhoe down and dug the dirt work side and threw the dirt. That's the part I did. Yeah, and then helped backfill with some dirt. So. Um, we ha we always had fun. Honestly, we always. Oh had yeah, fun. yeah, oh yeah. 
Oh it, yeah, it, it could have been where I was on a shovel, but we always had fun. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, let me. I was usually on the shovel. JB wasn't because, yeah. I remember. I mean, yeah. We always. So the the hot tub story is another thing I think about. So JB didn't have a problem with somebody using his hot tub, but as soon as they left, he'd drain it. And refill it with fresh water. I did not know that, but it yeah. sounds, I, I believe every word of that. Yeah. 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 I got involved in one time I had to drain the hot tub after somebody left. I don't remember what was going on, but we shut the hot tub Probably off, me. had to drain it all out, and then refill it because he didn't want to get in the hot tub that was dirty. Or for whatever reason. He, yeah. What do you think, Dad? I, I, my theory is on this COVID business, I think Dad would have liked it. Ooh. He would like, well, he. I, I, the, the, he would like social distancing, I believe, because yeah. he used to. He and the reason I say that is, he he'd come, you know, just drive from Valentine to Omaha, never get out of the car. But the first thing he gets to Omaha, he'd say, "I'm gonna white wash the public off my hands." Yeah. I mean, he was just. So I think, yeah. I think he'd like this six foot thing. I, I, I that he do. might, but I, I think wearing that mask, mask would have. Yeah, he no, would have. There's no way. No yeah. way. He would have been on a no-flight list, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, he, he got a lot away with a lot. One of the previous episodes, we talked about how he's the only guy in the world, I think, he I think he got a lot away with a lot of stuff because people kind of, they knew he meant business, but he didn't yeah. mean any harm. Well, he was and respected, he, too. Yes, he was. But even if you didn't know him, you just kind of yeah. knew. So uh, he went through the TSA one time, and, of course, he had a pocket knife or something. He always had knives. And 99.9% of the time, they're going to confiscate that. You're never going to see it again. But he somehow negotiated a deal where he could put it in a planner or something by the airport, or or they, they held it for him. And when he came back from his trip two weeks later, there it was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. there's nobody to get away with that other than no. my dad, I no. don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they... <laughs> that's, that's another whole different scenario, too, that thing. Yeah. I don't fly because I feel so violated. Yeah, going in. I just I don't like that. Yeah, well, it's a different time. I mean, yeah. it's just a different time. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a crazy time. Um, I ate a lot of meals with your dad. We always it worked out. I I don't know if I necessarily planned it or JB planned it, but I'd be at the house and and have a meal with him, and he introduced me to a pasta called couscous. Never, <laughs> never, never had it before, but now, I that's guarantee, not, couscous is not exactly cowboy, is it? No, it's not cowboy, <laughs> but it's quick. It's quick. and it's good. Well, it was a quick and, and efficient. Absolutely, that's why he did it. And so, if you go to my cupboard today, you got couscous. I got couscous in my cupboard. Couscous is good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'd be darn. I didn't know he liked couscous. Yeah, it's hilarious. But there was the one we had was the parmesan and herb or something i i can't remember but yeah i do remember what i was going to talk about he had i don't know if it was he always wondered about whether or not people respected him and i just never could quite get that um at at his funeral i said that he was kind of rodney dangerfield no respect no respect and and the irony of it is I, i I don't, as you said, he was very respected. I don't oh, know yeah, why do you yeah. think that. Why do you think that was? He probably I, didn't share that with you guys, but he. No, I, he I, he never did. But I think probably I, speaking from, kind of our generation of stuff, you always think about those kind of things, even though you know it is. And he does not want to be disrespectful, because he doesn't want to be disrespectful to other people. Yeah. 
and you always wonder if I've been disrespectful and didn't mean to be and you know yeah and I think that's where that, that all stems from that's probably exactly right Charlie yeah um, the other thing that people didn't know about my dad that I, I kind of want to brag about a little bit is that he was a very very generous man um, and he a lot of times gave anonymously um, yeah. and there are a lot of and we got that through I think in his remembrance but he there, there are there are organizations in this town, and there are individuals, frankly, throughout Nebraska, who benefited from his anonymous uh, generosity. Yeah, he he was a defender of the downtrodden. Yeah, uh, he would have loved Trump. He would have yeah. loved Trump. Um, uh, but he was a defender of the of the downtrodden, and um, he was just a, a very generous guy. But nobody knew about. It. He didn't want anybody to know about it. But yeah. they're gonna know now.